Right now at 6.04, Tuesday morning, February 27th, 2024. And look who is back. Allison's here. It's me. How was your vacation? Uh, I had to go to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> so not that fun. But I will say it was my first time at a dentist in a long time, yeah. like years. Um, and it was my best experience. Really? It was the nicest hygienist I think I've ever had. She told me how great my teeth were. And she was even like, has it been a while? And I was like, yeah, like expect her to be like you gotta floss mm-hmm. and instead she was just like there's just a little bit of build up it's not too bad really so do you think that maybe like the way the rest of the world has kind of gone since the last time you've been to the dentist I don't know how long it's been since you've been to years. the dentist years uh, but do you think since I don't know everybody's like kind of nicer now or there's a pressure to be nicer maybe a little less blunt do you think that transformed into the dental community I the really do I was thinking that because I was like, you know, growing up, I was so religious and so was everybody about six months, six months. You go at six months, you go to your dentist appointment. And now I feel like I know so many people for various reasons who aren't going to the dentist. It's been so long. So I feel like they've learned that maybe yelling at us and making (laughs) us feel bad and be like, you need a floss. Your teeth are terrible. (laughs) That maybe like being a little encouraging. It's like, oh, I kind of want to go back now. But I do. I had to get um, one of my cavity fillings replaced it oh, was okay. loose it was bothering me and uh it feels like i got punched in the mouth oh, does <laughs> like it? my jaw is super sore yeah really yeah because i mean they have that drill in there they they numb you up which thank goodness they do that but they, they just drill and drill and drill and so then once Ugh. the numbing wears off it just it's it's been a little sore i've never had a cavity filled I've never, they've never found a cavity. Knock on wood. Knock on wood, yeah. But, uh, so I have no idea what that experience is like. I'm sure if I went to the, the dentist and they said that I had a cavity, I would turn into a five-year-old. No, because I'd but be it's, so scared. It's really not bad. You want the numbing. <laughs> um, they use like a numbing gel first and then they do the actual syringe, but you don't feel it. Like it's all good. Oh. And then they start drilling away and it doesn't start. It doesn't hurt until after the numbing stuff wears off. So, oh, like, you're good. There you go. Well, uh, we're going to officially start the show right now. Allison is back. If you would like to join us, 601-995-1017 is our phone number. Yeah. I found this song while you were gone. Aww. I didn't know we had it, and I got it. David Guetta, Kid Cuddy, Memory, starting the show right now. Good morning. This is Y101. I talked to my mom yesterday. It's Y101. Adam and Allison, she thought you quit the show. What? (laughs) She thought you were genuinely mad at me because I guess she listened to the podcast the day that we talked about the 10 items or less lane and you and I kind of got into it. If you missed the conversation and didn't get a chance to go back on the podcast, here is what went down. And I wanted to play this again because my mom was very curious if your sudden vacation days were results of this. Until I met you, I never worried about it. I'm not going to count my items you know how much work that is like if it fits in a basket and it's not overflowing like one of those handheld baskets then it's going to be
be 10 items or less or thereabouts. Like, don't but take your full. That's not what the sign says. Fine. That's not what the sign don't says. Don't take your full cart through there. But I was always like, as long as it's just a minimal amount of items, I'm good with it. Like, I'm not counting my items. You shouldn't be counting my items. But then I met you and you were so like, if you have more than 10 items, you need to be counting your items. And you made me feel so self-conscious at the grocery you store. So now I just don't even use those lanes and I hate going to the grocery store. Um, so that was part one of the conversation that <laughs> <laughs> had my mom thinking that you were just fed up with me. That's so funny. Um, but I really think that this is the part where she was like, oh, okay, she's actually <laughs> mad at Adam. <laughs> he was saying he was just kind of joking around with the guy, which I can see. If you're- Oh, hang on. Let me explain this. We were talking about a guy who pulled a gun on a cashier who gave the guy, the customer, some crap for taking too many items through the express lane. Stupid enough to bring 12 items through the 10 items or less lane. Be stupid enough to think that pulling a gun would be a funny joke to pull on some poor employee at a store. I hate you right now. I hate you. I hate you that you're talking about this story and you're compiling it with, because you are. You're trying to make it seem like anybody who has the audacity to not count their items because it's not like we have enough to do at the grocery store. So, uh, just to be clear, you were not upset? Your vacation days were not a result of that conversation? No, it would take a lot more for me to quit. Like, I'm going to get mad at you sometimes, but that's that's part of life, right? That's part of relationships. Like, you're going to have arguments with your friends, but it doesn't mean you stop being friends with them. Right. So, right. no worries. But I am curious, was your mom, like, relieved? Was she, like, happy? Or was she, like, kind of, bu- like, what were her thoughts when she thought I had left the show? I don't, she, I don't know. I don't know for sure if she was relieved and she was like, okay, now Adam's career can really take off. <laughs> well, that makes it sound like you're you're lying to me and she was actually relieved and you don't want me to know. I don't, I don't believe she was, I don't think she had any feeling about it one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably call me today if she listens to this, uh, whenever her and my dad are, are eating dinner tonight. That's whenever they listen to the podcast. <laughs> so cute. Uh, we will be right back. It is a great day for National Days. I'm is excited it? for the National okay. Days today. We'll talk about it next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station, Y101. the national days least exciting to most exciting it's why 101 adam and allison i have a feeling that the one that you find least exciting is the one that i'm most excited about it's national pokemon <laughs> day today are you I most excited the very best like no one oh, ever was i didn't bum, know that that bum, was gonna bum. happen <laughs> i love that i, lo- I used to love just going a song home. Well, I loved the TV show. Really? Yeah, I loved watching the TV show and uh, and anchovy and. Uh, um, did all that you goodness. play Pokemon Go whenever it came out? Oh like, yeah. Years ago? Were you one of the people who was into that? Because oh, I Pokemon ne- Go. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I loved the Game Boy. Loved Pokemon on Game Boy, but that's as far as it got for me. I didn't collect the cards, and I didn't get into Pokemon Go. Um, There was, that came out, Pokemon Go came out whenever I was in Ohio, and my apartment, I didn't live in, like, the nicest apartment complex or anything. It was not, like, dangerous. I'm not saying it was, like, dangerous or whatnot. It just wasn't, like, an affluent area or anything like that. But I remember it was very close to a college campus, 
So there would be college kids just in the middle of the night walking around oh my, my apartment complex looking for Pokemon. <laughs> it's also Big Breakfast Day today. Ooh. A little more excited about that. What's going on your plates if you're like, okay, today is a big breakfast day. I'm having a big breakfast. Everybody wants those TV breakfasts like that they'll have at sitcoms where it's like mom made all this stuff and yeah. usually the kid just grabs a piece of toast, but it's like they've got pancakes and waffles and yeah. eggs and like that's what you're wanting on big breakfast day. Ah, uh, bacon, eggs, sausage, yeah. toast, yeah. or biscuits. Yeah, all of it. Um, Some kind of fried potato. Get there me, you go. Get me in on that action too. <laughs> uh, and it's also Kahlua day today, which Ooh. I I think goes perfectly with Big Breakfast Day. Not so much Pokemon Day. No, no. But Definitely don't Kahlua and then Pokemon Go. Is Kahlua something people drink like just straight, like just a glass of Kahlua? Yeah, absolutely. I always thought of it as like an accent type of thing that maybe you pour a splash on top of your coffee in the morning. Oh, no. See, growing up, it was a big, it, like at growing my house, up, that was you, What big... were you drinking with Kahlua growing up, Allison? I, but no, like my family, they would all have Kahlua and cream as like their dessert. Oh. That was a big, like if we had a nice fancy dinner, we would have that, or I wouldn't, but they would. They called it adult chocolate milk. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, happy national Kahlua. Big breakfast of Pokemon Day. Why would I watch Adam and Allison, Y101. I saw a video one of my Facebook friends posted of herself free handling rattlesnakes. Like, you know how people like handle venomous snakes with a snake hook and everything? She was just holding that one. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. I was thinking initially this person may have joined one of those crazy churches where they take up serpents and they you know whatever pray and don't get bit except sometimes they do get bit (laughs) and sometimes they die whoa but it wasn't that at all it was actually a really interesting thing that this person was doing that i had no idea it existed and i wanted to tell you about it because you're a dog owner i am you have sealy yes do you ever get concerned with him and snakes I mean, anytime I've seen a snake near him, I don't let him go near the snake. Okay, so what this person on my Facebook feed was doing while she was free handling snakes, they were all muzzled. All the rattlesnakes had little snake muzzles (laughs) on them so they couldn't bite. That's a funny picture. And the reason they do that is because it's for training dogs. I guess out in California, rattlesnakes are such a problem that... They have special training classes for dogs where they take these muzzled rattlesnakes, they put them out in a yard, and then they allow the dogs to just go. And then once the dog gets close to the snake, they hear it start rattling. The dog gets curious, wants to go closer. Then the dogs have an electric collar on them, and they zap the dogs to simulate them getting bit by a rattlesnake. So then they get afraid and they run away. The thinking is that's how you train a dog to anytime it sees or hears a rattlesnake to hightail it out of there and don't go investigating it. Oh, boy. I mean, another reason not to move to California. Like, I I don't trust myself. Like, yeah, I would want to train my dog not to be curious about a rattlesnake and potentially put himself in a dangerous situation. But what about me? Mm. What Like, I go walking without my dog sometimes, and what if I don't see the snake and then I step near it and it bites me? But you kind of raise an interesting point because... If your dog, if you are walking with your dog, they are probably going to see or smell the snake before you do. Yeah. So they're going to hightail it out of there. You just have to follow your dog. 
<laughs> at that point. <laughs> but I wouldn't do that. That wouldn't oh. be my natural instinct. I did think it was interesting. And I'm not sure if it only happens in California because I know we have venomous snakes here. We got water moccasins and rattlesnakes and stuff like that. But I wonder if they're just not as prevalent as California. Well, if anybody knows. I wonder if it's more about the rattle. I wonder if it's the fact that that's easier for us to be able to identify as uh. a problem. But it's also easier for dogs to be like, I hear something. What is that? What's going on yeah. there? Um, I don't know. I, I thought that it was it was interesting. I have not. I don't think. Knock on wood. I don't think I've seen a snake in the last year and a half that I've lived here in Mississippi. Oh, I've definitely. Seen have it. you? Yeah. Um, I saw them yes. all the time in Florida. Oh yeah. When we started working at our first radio station, there was a family of cottonmouths. Yeah. That were in the radio station. They were born there. They were born there, and they were just a a part of the radio station. Inside. (laughs) Inside. I was like, said to my boss, I was like, hey, are we doing anything about the water moccasins? And he was like, well, I'd stop wearing flip-flops if I were you. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Uh, Egg on my face. I thought 50 bucks for a cup, one of those Stanley Cups, big waste of money. But turns out it's an investment opportunity. How so? It's Y101, (laughs) Adam and Allison. Apparently, if you own one of those viral, everybody's got to have it, Stanley Cups, especially if they're pink, there are people who own those who are selling opportunities for other people to take selfies with the cup and post them online. Wait, Wait. You don't get the cup. You just get the opportunity to hold the cup and take a selfie with it, oh and then it's gosh. yours to post. How sad are we? How sad is it that people are paying $150 for the opportunity? One to time. Ta- one time. A one-time fee of $150, and you get to take a selfie with somebody's Stanley Cup. I wish I would have bought one of these cups now. Are you kidding See? me? I would totally be like, if if you're willing to pay that much money for a picture. Yeah. That's correct. Like, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with it? Like, what could what could you want a photo with it for? What could that do to your Instagram to have a picture with a Stanley Cup? It goes back to the conversation we were having a week or two ago about how millennials and Gen Z very much want to show off wealth. They, they think it is important for people to see how wealthy they are by the type of car they drive, the type of house they're in. Regardless of how financially well off they actually are, they want everybody to think that they are. So if you're able to post selfies here willy-nilly just with a Stanley Cup for one measly payment of $150. But I mean, if you had $150 for the one-time picture, you have the money to buy a Stanley Cup for yourself. Yeah, and then you could charge people for it. Well, I'm not saying that these are the smartest group of people ever. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that it's an opportunity. And wow. I feel dumb for making fun of the fact that those cups were so expensive. Because who knew? Who knew? They could pay for themselves ten times over in one day of selfies. Wow. It's Y101, Adam and Allison checking in with what matters to the Metro. Get you some info to start your day after Taylor Swift. The plans for the schools that are closing here locally, that'll be part of what matters to the Metro coming up in just a second on Y101. We are Adam and Allison. But imagine being in college, or better yet, med school, and finding out your tuition would be covered. Huge! Uh, A med school in, I believe, the Bronx 
got that word. They got a billion-dollar donation from one person or maybe a group of people. I'm not sure. But they get this billion-dollar donation to cover tuition for the students of this medical school. Listen to their reaction. Yeah, it is amazing. Here's their reaction to hearing the news. I'm happy to share with you that starting in August this year, the Albert Einstein College of Medicine will be tuition-free. Isn't that awesome? I can't even imagine. That's so cool. And by the way, it was a donation given by one single person, Dr. Ruth Gotsman, the chair of the board at the college. So she was able to make a billion-dollar donation and cover tuition for everybody. Good for her, man. Isn't that awesome? I love that. Uh, The Biden administration is weighing in on a potential merger between two big grocery stores. Apparently, Kroger and Albertsons are talking about merging. The uh, government is concerned that this is going to drive prices up for us, the consumer, because there's going to be less competition between the two grocery stores, and they're saying they should not be allowed to merge. Ooh, wow. That'll be really... That'll set a precedent. I thought so, too, because on the one hand, like, I really don't know typically, like, what business of government is it? Like, what business can merge with what well, business but, but it used to be more of their business before they deregulated a lot of that stuff and i think then it did lead to a lot of almost monopolies which is not what we were about so i i get it uh locally the jackson public school district's board of trustees has laid out their repurposing plan for some of the schools that are going to close uh from the optimization plans a lot of plans with this school district <laughs> according to uh one of the schools uh, apparently one of the schools is in partnership with the city of jackson's department of planning and development that space is going to be used for green house or green spaces and then there are other schools that are going to be used for housing oh wow okay which is kind of interesting um we'll keep you posted they haven't released the list of what schools are going to be doing what thing after they close i wonder if there was that viral group of people that bought like an old high school and then turned it into apartment complexes i wonder if they're going to do that with any of the schools like leave the structure intact and just turn it into apartments and finally there's been speculation and now it's official that ryan gosling will perform i'm just ken from the barbie movie at the oscars it's being nominated for best original song and ryan is up for best supporting actor the first round of oscar presenters has been announced as well they include nicholas cage jamie lee curtis zendaya matthew mcconaughey and others the oscars are going to air next sunday at uh six o'clock uh seven o'clock eastern six o'clock local time on abc and jimmy kimmel is set to host wow are you excited for ryan gosling's performance oh it's going to make the entire Oscars. <laughs> I, can, I can almost smell the sarcasm <laughs> on your breath. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. A bill just passed in Florida that will effectively ban social media for kids under the age of 16. And there are people, opponents of this legislation that are saying it's like a First Amendment thing and it's unconstitutional to ban kids from social media. I don't really have a problem with saying kids don't really belong on social media. Do you? I don't either. And also, like, isn't there... 
I mean, I'm not saying that we need to start toying with infringing on especially First Amendment rights, but isn't there something within that and the fact that they're minors? I would think, like, and, I don't think that they have rights. <laughs> like, well, you do. Of course you do. But you don't have, like, you're not an adult. You're not responsible for yourself yet. Someone is right. your guardian. Right. So, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of wild that people are speaking out against this bill and wanting people, wanting minors to be allowed on social media. And it makes me think that almost maybe just a set of social media companies got to a set of lawmakers and said, hey, this is really going to impact our revenue if kids aren't allowed to be on social media we're not going to have all this money anymore and uh, i don't know I, I feel like that's kind of a weird thing because if you look at another like adjacent industry like the nicotine industry and how i mean remember I don't know, five, ten years ago, jewels were such a big thing. And I just watched a documentary about jewels and how they got in so much trouble because it was like they were marketing to younger people. Haven't Hasn't it been proven that social media is just as addictive as nicotine? It's so funny because I was thinking almost the same path, except I was thinking of something I just saw the other day of Zinn going through the same thing where a bunch of people are coming at Zinn like, why are you marketing to kids? It's mm-hmm. too, like, this, that, and the other. And it, yeah, that that is a problem. We don't want adult products being marketed to kids, but you're right. Like social media feels like, and I'm wondering, are there any parents out there who are thinking, no, I want my kid on TikTok. Right. I want my kid on Instagram. I want my, like, are there any parents out there who think, yes, like it's so good that they have access to social media? If you are a parent and you would like to defend your kid's right to have social media, I would love to hear from you. Because 601-995-1017, I just, neither of us have kids. So it's maybe a little unfair for us to make this judgment. However, I've been a kid and I don't think that I would have benefited by being on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and everything like that. And I can attest whenever I was that age, I think it was, it was whenever I was 15, all my friends had a MySpace and my parents were like, you're not getting on MySpace. You don't know who's on the internet. You don't know what could happen to you or who could be talking to you. Yeah. And I remember I had to sneak and get a, like secretly a MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> so your parents would have been fully in favor of this bill. They would have. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, if you want to chime in, 601-995-1017. We were just chatting about how they just passed a law in Florida that would ban social media for kids under the age of 16. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. People are being very critical of this bill, and I don't really understand why. I don't think anybody actually believes that social media is good for minors. No, I mean, there have been multiple studies done to show that it's bad for your mental health, especially for young adults. So I was wondering if there were parents listening who had an alternate opinion. And uh, surprisingly, no parent called and wanted to share why they thought their kids should be on social (laughs) media. But Sabrina did call. What did you want to say, Sabrina? Yes, yes, I would. And I'm going to tell y'all why. I just had to explain to my 14-year-old nephew how to boil ramen yesterday. If he does not know how to boil ramen, he does not know how to protect himself from predators online. No, that's a good point. That's a fair point. And I mean, not even that, but we were just talking about how people are paying 150 bucks to get a selfie with the Stanley Tumblr. I mean, that's kind of like, that's what social media is perpetuating, especially if you're younger and your mind is still growing and you want to
want to fit in and be cool and get the likes. It's like, what other dumb decisions might you make from social media? The same thing happens every day on the streets. Like, and we can prevent that because we're with the kids. But we're not with them when they're on the phone in the living room. They could be saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate your thoughts. And if I could put you on hold, I really want to get your recipe for ramen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, Sabrina. Uh, 601-995-1017 if you want to call. What do you have coming up in the good vibe story of the day? There is something major happening in Mississippi, and they're wanting it to be in Jackson. Really? Yeah. We'll find out about this. The good vibe story of the day, three yeah. minutes away on Y101. Yeah. Adam and Allison on Y101. Our phone number is 601-995-1017. And Ashley texted, where are you going to be on Saturday in Pearl? And I was like, oh, over at House of Vapes. I'll be there from 4 to 6 on Saturday. House of Vapes, 6th anniversary party. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I thought you said House of Babes. <laughs> that does sound like someplace you'd hang out. Well, that was not nice. <laughs> What's not nice about that? Y101, Adam and Allison, <laughs> the good vibe story of the day. What so, you got? Heinz Community College, Jackson State University, the University of Mississippi, Mississippi State University, and the University of Southern Mississippi have all solidified a partnership with the Great City Foundation and RAND to design and establish a research hub right here in Jackson. RAND is a research organization that develops solutions to public policy challenges to help make communities throughout the world safer, more secure, healthier, and financially prosperous. All things that we want right here in Mississippi. And according to the Great City Foundation, this lab will focus on computational science, including applied research supporting the development of AI and other forms of automation. It will also serve as a hub for technology Technology transfer and civilian and government employee workforce training. Basically, just a way for us to grow the economy and also bring a lot of talent here to Jackson, Mississippi. And it's just so cool that all of the universities teamed up to help make this happen. It's fantastic news. Thank you for the good vibes story yeah. of the day. Now we need your good vibes to continue that positivity. Anything going on in your life that you're really happy about, we want to hear it. Big or small, it doesn't matter. We'll get the good vibe tribe on next. 601-995-1017. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Good Vibe Tribe is on. Y101, Adam and Allison, what are you happy about today? 601-995-1017. Do you want to go ahead and go first? Uh, yeah, my good vibe is that I had a couple days off. That was so nice. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? Well, I was going to say my good vibe is that you're back today <laughs> because I was here for those days that you were off and it is not quite as fun coming to work whenever it's you just sit in here by yourself all day. Not fun at all. I thought your good vibe was going to be your breakfast sandwich that you made this morning. Oh, I have already forgotten about my breakfast sandwich <laughs> that I had this morning. Uh, 601-995-1017. If you want to share good vibes with us, you can call or text or even download the new Y101 
101 app and use the open mic feature to send in your good vibes and then maybe hear yourself on the Good Vibe Tribe. Oh, yeah. Search Y101 in your app store. Shunda texted us yesterday um, for a happy birthday shout out to her middle child, Brooklyn. She turned 19 yesterday. Wow. Happy birthday. Got a text from Cassie that says, good vibe, headed to New Orleans tomorrow to see Stevie Nicks. Take me with you. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Ashley texted us, less than one week and I will be bachelorette trip bound 46 days till I marry my best friend. Oh, so exciting. It is exciting. Jennifer texted in that her good vibe is some friends and her are going to Hal and Mouse to see Rita Brent tonight. Ready for some laughs. Ooh, little uh, night out on a school night. I like it. Risky. (laughs) Nicole, do you have good vibes for us? I have great vibes today. Let's hear it, Nicole. I passed my senior graduate portfolio, which means I am obtaining my master's degree in May. Yay! What's your master's degree in? Higher education administration. Oh, good for you. That's incredible. So what are you hoping to do with your degree? I don't know exactly. I'm already in higher education, so I just want to continue my career path. Yeah, and so, it definitely helps you make more money. That's a good thing, too. <laughs> are you looking to, like, get into the administration side, or are you a teacher right now, or what? Yes, I do want to stay in administration. I'm actually currently in the admissions department for UMMC. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. Congratulations, Nicole. We're so happy for you. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Same to you. Hey, who's this? Grantham. What's up today? How are you? What you got for good vibes? Well, I get to go on my field trip and I get to see the governor's mansion. No the kidding. Oh, are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> Have a great day. Thanks for calling with those good vibes. We do the Good Vibe Tribe every single weekday at this time. But if those were not enough good vibes for you, Allison, I have something that I think you're really going to like. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'll tell you about it next on Y101. Also, Cash in a Flash and your chance at $200 is coming real soon. Something's got a hold on me lately. Adam and Allison, Y101, I'm just thinking that song could be a good, like, trailer song for this movie that is about to get rebooted, apparently. Really? Um, You absolutely love the movie. If I'm not wrong about this, maybe I'm mixing it up. American Psycho, isn't that, like, one of your favorites? Yeah, top top three for sure. I thought so, and they're going to do a reboot of it, apparently. <gasps> is Christian Bale going to be in it? So that's what the internet seems to think, that uh, he, oh, he would yes. be. Wait, no, he was in. In the original, yeah, right? Oh, the original. Oh, 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 then I am mistaken. The oh. internet, the internet has other plans oh. for who is going to be. No, in this. who's who are they thinking? Uh, Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> that he would just be playing his character on It's Always Sunny, and I would love that. That'd be hilarious, but it's not exactly the vein of American Psycho that I want. Uh, somebody had suggested Jacob L. Rudy, or El Ru- I don't yeah. know how to say, from Saltburn. Yeah, he's also on uh, Euphoria. Um, and I, yeah, uh, I don't know if I like him. I'd have to see the trailer. So you think that it should be Christian Bale? None I, of those names are say, like ringing true for you. I don't think Christian Bale should play like his character in the reboot, but I think he should definitely be in the reboot. So the reboot, the the original American Psycho came out in 2000. It was set in the 80s. This is going to be set in present day. Mm, I don't like that. Why not? 
I would want it like at least maybe like two thousands. Okay, so like the same amount right, of time, like right? Twenty like, years ago, exactly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure when um, they're planning on this coming out. It sounds like it's just kind of being talked about right now. A reboot for American Psycho. Do you worry that they're going to ruin one of your favorite? Movies? Yeah, I do worry because I the most or the biggest reason that I love it is I love the original Alfred Hitchcock Psycho. Love, love, love that movie, and that was kind of an ad. Adaptation, but it truly took on a life of its own, American Psycho. And so I love it in its own right. I'm worried that by doing a reboot of that, is it going to take away some of that? Hmm. It'll be interesting to see. We'll keep you posted if we find out any more info on American Psycho. We will play Cash in a Flash and give you a chance at $200. Next, don't move. Adam and Allison on Y101. Y101, cash in a flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. Brianna, any big plans today? Uh, had to go to the vital records office. What are you doing at the vital records <laughs> office? What kind of vital records do you need? Uh, I have to get copies of birth certificates for passports, all kinds of stuff. Do you have, like, a big trip coming up that you need passports for? Yeah, we're all going to Japan in a couple of months. Oh, my goodness. How long are you going to be in Japan? Three years. Three years? Whoa! (laughs) What are you doing in Japan for three years? Uh, Well, my husband's in the Navy, so we're we're living there for three years. All right. Well, thank your husband for his service for us. And that's very, very exciting. You'll have to download the Y101 app so you can listen to us all the way from Japan. For sure. Awesome. All right. We're going to play Cash in a Flash. Ten questions, 60 seconds on the clock, okay? Okay. In three, two, one. If you get paid on the 15th and 30th, how many paychecks will you receive in a year? Oh, God. 24. What cell service provider is crediting their customers $5 due to a service interruption? Oh, mm, Verizon. What mode of transportation is the Polar Express? A train. True or false, a frog cannot live in salt water. Oh, true. Is arrowroot powder typically used to thicken or flavor dishes? Um, thicken. In Sleeping Beauty, what causes the princess to fall into a deep slumber? Gosh. Um, a spell? I don't know. About half of adults who use this app say they've never posted a video on it. Um, Facebook. Name the comedian who was diagnosed with Cushing syndrome, causing her face to swell. Oh, God. Um, Pass. All right, time. Pretty good performance, Brianna. So we just oh. got, uh, we just passed on one. It was Amy Schumer, who was the oh. comedian diagnosed with Cushing syndrome, causing her face to swell. I see that. And then we just got a couple wrong. It's actually AT&T that's crediting their oh. customers $5 due to a service interruption. <laughs> and uh, the app is TikTok that half of adults who use it say they've never posted a video on it. That makes more sense. But we are still walking away with $40. All right. Very nice work. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. 
Have a great day. Good luck at the Vital Records office. And Cash and Flash will return tomorrow morning. Another chance for you to win $200 at 7.40 tomorrow. But next, we have to solve somebody else's issue that they're having at work. What's going on with promotion, Pam? Can you tell your boss to stop bringing up a potential promotion? Or would that just seem totally ungrateful? We'll talk about it next on The DM Dilemma. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Two of my favorite things are to hear juicy details about somebody else's life that I don't know and <laughs> offer them advice. And that's what the DM Dilemma is all about. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, little drama in your life, whether it's at work, at home, in your relationship. We try to provide some unbiased advice from us and the Adam and Allison family. The DM Dilemma, 601-995-1017. We are calling this DMer Promotion Pam. She writes, this discussion may Maybe too much for one of y'all's DM dilemmas, but I don't know how to handle this work situation. I've been leading my department for six years, and my boss is supportive and wants me on the track for a promotion. To get that promotion, they told me I need to go back to college to finish my degree. But I did finish my degree, or else they wouldn't have hired me in the first place. Per the American National Standards, I qualify for the position. The problem is I have a Bachelor of Science degree instead of a Bachelor of Engineering. So when they told me they want to promote me, all I can hear is I'm not good enough or smart enough. Can I ask for them to stop bringing it up? Or should I keep quiet so I don't seem unappreciative? So I had been warned about a situation like this whenever I was younger, and I didn't believe it existed. But I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah, as somebody who did go to college. exactly. <laughs> so I find this very interesting because whenever I was pursuing a degree in communications, I had transferred from Texas Tech University to Texas State University. And at Texas State, they had this weird thing where they offered a Bachelor of Arts as well as a Bachelor of Science in communication. And most people were like, oh, I'm going to do Bachelor of Arts for communications. Well, I had more credits for Bachelor of Science, and I was like, that's less school for me, less money. I'm going with that option. It's never affected me. Nobody's ever questioned, like, oh, you have a Bachelor of Science versus a Bachelor of Arts. So I had to look this up because I'd never even heard of a Bachelor of Engineering. I was like, what? It sounds like this company's making this up. So I looked it up, and apparently it's more, like, hands-on based. And it's like, okay, but if she's been doing the job for six years, I think she has more hands-on experience than she would get from a degree. And so I would maybe bring that up to them as the way of saying, hey, like— I don't want to talk about this anymore because, like, doing some research, this degree would only get me some more hands-on training, but I have that. So it's almost as if you're saying, like, the experience I have here isn't that valuable. I would say to Promotion Pam, if you want to mention to your bosses that it bothers you whenever they bring up the promotion or the promotion potential, that's fine. Uh, Bring it up. I don't think you'll look ungrateful or anything like that, but in the time— In the course of time, if I were Pam, I'd be looking for a different job because I always said whenever I decided that I wasn't going to college, people would say to me, well, what if you're working for a company for 20 years and then they want to give you a promotion and they won't give it to you because you don't have a college degree? And I said, that sounds like a company that I don't want to work for because it's like they're going to value a little piece of paper more than the experience, more than them seeing what I do on a day-to-day basis 
for the company? Like, shouldn't that matter more than a degree? And if it doesn't, that's not a company I want to work for. Now, granted, I didn't think that this was a real thing. So whenever I saw this DM dilemma, I was really shocked that this actually happened. Yeah, it does. Um, have you ever been in a position like that? Or do you have any advice? 601-995-1017 is our phone number. You can call or text and offer your advice for promotion. Pam, should she keep her mouth shut? Should she ask the bosses to stop talking about the promotion? Or should she get a new job altogether? Give us a call. Let us know what you think. We go together. DM Dilemma this morning on Y101. We are Adam and Allison. Promotion Pam's got a situation at work. Her bosses have said that they would like to promote her. However, after she said, yeah, I'm interested in a promotion, they were like, ooh, you've got the wrong kind of college degree. Yeah. You'll have to go back and fix that, and then we can promote you. And Pam wants to know, can she tell them, I just stop talking about the promotion. I don't want to hear it anymore. It makes me feel like I'm not good enough. Right. And I, you had mentioned earlier that, you know, you wouldn't want to work for the type of employer who was so worried about the type of college degree that you had. But you also said that she could bring this up to her boss to say, hey, stop talking about this because I don't like it. And I disagree with that. I feel like she has to do that very delicately. I think she would come across as ungrateful if she were to say, hey, stop bringing up the promotion. And it could totally derail her chances at promotion. Whereas I feel like she needs to find an articulate way to be able to say, like, I, I appreciate you looking out for me on promotion. I have this type of degree. I do not plan on going and getting a different one. And listen, I'll be the first to admit sometimes I can come off a, a tad bit ab- abrasive. <laughs> uh, maybe not very well thought out in what I'm saying. So maybe Jessica writes on the Y101 Facebook page uh, something a little more eloquent. Okay. Or may work a little bit better with the bosses. Jessica says going back to school is a huge commitment of time, finances, and heads space if it's not something you're interested in just tell your boss while you'd love to be promoted you've finished school and it's just too bad that the company isn't more flexible with their promotion policies that's it what a brilliant way to say what i said yeah pam memorize that from the like hey going back to school would be a huge commitment of my time my finances my headspace that would you know affect my work Mm -hmm. and so like bring it like memorize that comment pam and then take it to your bosses and be like this is why we need to stop talking about this now the other thing that i said was if i were pam i'd be looking for a new job because i think it is silly that a company would be so rigid about the requirements, especially after eight years of successful employment where I, she says she's leading projects and everything like that. And Kalamila says, I agree with Adam 1000%. There are so many jobs out there right now that people are begging for with your knowledge. And for all you college-driven employers out there, remember, C's get degrees. You can't base someone's integrity off of a degree. A hundred percent, but I do think that there are some things that companies look for when it comes to having a college degree more than just that GPA. Mm, I was I was kind of always taught that going to college was not really about 
proving what you know. It's more about proving your ability to accomplish a task. And that's what employers are looking for. Yes. Yeah. It's proving that you can show up and finish something. You have to go to class. You have to take your tests. You have to do certain things in order to get that degree. And a lot of that is how jobs are. It's why 101 we are Adam and Allison. Thank you for all of the input on the DM Dilemma this morning. We are Adam and Allison. This is Ken, Kenya Grace. I will keep the person who just texted us anonymous on Y101. It is Adam and Allison, and I want to keep them anonymous because we keep all of our DMers anonymous for the DM Dilemma. But she was asking where you can submit a DM Dilemma. Yes. And it's very, very easy. We've gotten that question a few times into our DMs, and it's like, this is the perfect spot yeah. for it. You can either text us at 601-995-1017, but then anybody has access to your DM Dilemma. Matt Money's got it. Johnny O's got it. Anybody else who has the password to the Y101 text line has it. So if you would like to be super secret and only Allison and myself will see it, you can slide into our DMs either on Facebook by texting FACE to 601-995-1017 or following along with us and DMing Adam N. Allison on Instagram, A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Always you can talk to us, tell us about your problems, and we'll share it with people who probably have better advice than us. Exactly. (laughs) That's what the DM Dilemma is all about. Tuesdays and Thursdays at around 7.52, we tackle DM Dilemmas. Now what matters to the Metro and the Biden administration is getting involved uh, to stop a merger between Kroger and Albertsons, the two grocery store chains. I thought this would be, you know, big for us locally. How many Krogers do we have here? Love Kroger. Yeah. Um, but they're saying with, if those two stores merge, there's going to be much less competition for both of them. Therefore, they can both raise prices and it would negatively impact consumers. So it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with that. Locally, the Jackson Public School District Board of Trustees has laid out the report purposing plan for some of the schools that would be closed as a result of the optimization plan. So many plans. Uh, Apparently some areas, some schools are going to be demolished and they're going to make green spaces where those areas are. Other schools will be repurposed and used for housing. I think that's so cool. Like you've seen it on Instagram and TikTok, people buying old high schools and turning them into apartment buildings. I'd love to see that happen here. Now, you it is cool if you look at it like that. Now, the other side of it, I remember a few weeks ago, there were residents that were going to be close to like a 60 house tiny, tiny home, home community yeah. for homeless people here in the metro. And the people who are around that, not exactly for it because they don't want their property values to go down. I can't necessarily blame them for that. Well, but I think if they convert the schools into, like, apartment buildings, that wouldn't necessarily drive. Like, they could make them nice apartments. If they're going to do construction anyways, they might as well make them some nice apartments. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's the plan, though. Oh, I'm wondering well. if it's going to be more of a shelter situation. I don't know. We'll be. It'll be interesting to see what they end up doing with that. And finally, there's been weeks of speculation, but Ryan Gosling will perform. I'm just Ken.
from Barbie at the Oscars. He It's nominated for Best Original Song, and Ryan is nominated for Best Supporting Actor. The first round of the Oscars presenters were also announced. They include Nicolas Cage, Jamie Lee Curtis, Brendan Fraser, Zendaya, Matthew McConaughey, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Al Pacino. The Oscars will air next Sunday, March 10th, at 6 o'clock on ABC with Jimmy Kimmel hosting. Good for Jimmy Kimmel. Are you going to watch the Oscars this year? It's so late. It's too late for me. Six o'clock? Yeah. Six o'clock? Yeah. That's when they start. That's when I need to like be in bed by. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I was actually going to comment on the fact that they're much earlier. Like usually <laughs> award shows and stuff yeah, don't start till eight or nine yeah. o'clock, even locally here in the central time zone. So, all right. Uh, that's what matters <laughs> to the Metro. Adam and Allison on Y101. Seatbelts around your ankles. That is the new trend. How does that even work? I'm going to explain it. It's Y101. Adam and Allison is mostly popular among Gen Zers and younger because they're the only ones bendy enough to do this. (laughs) But it's been a TikTok trend where younger people are on airplanes and they're putting their seatbelts on around their ankles. And they're doing this. I'm going to try to do this in my chair, but basically... They're tucking their knees into their chest like this. And like, I, there's no way I could do this. I'm, I'm, it's causing me a lot of stress to try to be in this position with my knees tucked into my chest so I'd be able to put the lap band around my ankles. I am stealing this. I'm stealing this. I'm stealing what? this. Like, I, I, I don't sit comfortably. I got to be in weird positions to be comfortable. And I sit like that on planes. And you know how hard it is to keep your feet up on the seat? If if I had that belt there, then I wouldn't have to use all my arm strength to hold my legs back. I could relax a little. Oh, that would be so comfy. They're claiming that it's more comfortable yeah. than sitting the regular way. Yes. I don't think that this could possibly be more comfortable. Certainly not for the person sitting next to you. There's well, no way you're going to be able to contain yourself into your own seat. I don't know. I'm contained myself pretty well. I'm doing it right now here in the studio in my little office chair, and I, I got plenty of room. Also, another thing to think about that we haven't even touched on is the safety element of this. Like, what good is the seatbelt going to do if it's around your ankles? Because you are probably going to have to have it looser. It's not connecting you to the seat if you hit rough well, air you're gonna go flying you're no, gonna hit the ceiling but if like you'll have a little bit of turbulence before things get really bad hopefully and if not then like you might be in a bad situation anyways but then i could take the seatbelt off real quick put my legs on the ground and put the seatbelt back on or if we go back about a month alaska airlines that plane that had the whole door fly off of it the kid had a shirt sucked off of his person like it flew right out the yeah. window if he would have had the seat belt around his ankles don't you think that he may have flown out the window i don't know but i still like that sounds real comfy i am probably gonna try it oh, i i saw some videos of some people doing it and it did not look comfy it to looks me. so comfy it is y101 we are adam and allison you can stream the show live at y101.com so you don't miss a moment of it adam and allison y101 have you ever tried to steal somebody's significant other i'm not ariana grande i was gonna say it would be perfect if we were playing Ariana Grande <laughs> here, but we're not. Um, I, I, I successfully did it one time. 
What? Well, sort of. I'll tell you in a second. What? I wanted to bring that up because I was reading about a hardcore band. That's, that's the genre, I guess, is hardcore. Okay. This band, Lerona, from somewhere in Tennessee. They had to fire their lead singer, Diego, because he was trying to steal one of the band members. No. No. Yes. And you're not going to believe how he attempted to do this. Okay. This is hilarious to me. He, and I, I get drugging people essentially is not tip it's not it's funny. bad it's, it's bad. very bad don't it's do bad. it it's illegal it's bad don't do it but this is funny uh diego the lead singer somehow had access to like different kinds of supplements so he got his hands on some estrogen and he was giving it to the bandmate that he had that he wanted to steal his fiance Caroline. Diego wanted to steal six's uh fiance named Caroline so diego was giving six estrogen as pre-workout oh and wow over the course of like five months they finally figured this out that this was what was going on but his whole plan was eventually i'm gonna appear much more strong and much more manly than this other guy in the band and caroline's gonna go with me diego needs to be locked up well he's probably gonna be yeah he's gonna because be in some trouble i mean that's really really bad to mess with I, first of all to give somebody something like even if it was like they thought they were taking uh, protein supplements and you were actually giving them just straight sugar so they'd get fat instead of you know <laughs> getting super ripped or whatever like that would be horrible to do or if somebody had lactose intolerance and you were giving them a little bit of milk like I don't know stuff like that would be horrible to do but this is next level like you're yeah. messing with somebody's hormones that's horrible but all for a girl like that girl is gonna hate you but also i'm like wondering if maybe a band practice every once in a while maybe they have like a slower or kind of sad song and he looked over at the guitarist and sees that he's like crying it is like oh it's working my plan is working yeah i mean it oh it's disgusting so you've never tried to steal somebody's uh significant other i did once did you yeah. oh see listen to you i'm not ariana grande oh wait yeah, wait a second yes i am this, i was much younger whenever i did it and i don't even know that it really counts like okay it was a, a girl that listened to my show in ohio uh-huh and she was in a relationship but she would always dm me on snapchat and <laughs> i would just i mean I don't really know why I, well, I do because I, I like the You girl, liked her, yeah. yeah. So I was just, uh, I was just always available to talk and she would complain about her boyfriend and I'd be like, oh, he should definitely not treat you like that. Oh no. Yeah. And I mean, it worked. <laughs> like, wow. It worked. I honestly, it would have, my life would have been easier had it not worked because then <laughs> very quickly uh, on my relationship with that girl, I was like, oh, this stinks. And like, this was a huge mistake. I should have never done this. That was definitely karma working. Uh, I, I tried to steal a guy from a girl in like the seventh grade or sixth grade or something like that. I had a crush on this guy and I wrote her a breakup letter and thought it would work like from him. Wait, wait. that's almost crazier. That's almost crazier than this guy dosing his bandmate well, okay, with estrogen. I was 13 though. Like I, right, my hormones were crazy. I was crazy. <laughs> I was living under the influence. I mean, so yeah, I was at a sleepover with one of my really good friends and she was like you know it'd be a great idea and we came up with this plan and we wrote, wrote this breakup note from him to her and left it in her locker nothing ever came of it <laughs> nothing ever happened they were still together 
Like, who would have thought two seventh graders could actually communicate about a letter left in a locker? That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You wrote a fake breakup letter. I thought I was so sneaky. And, like, obviously he was going to date me, the girl he had never talked to. Of course. um, As soon as they broke up, just because, like, he would accept that that letter was from him, (laughs) not a stranger. 601-995-1017. This is the judgment-free zone. Shunda texted us that she has tried to take somebody's uh, man. No! but, But karma. It's all about it karma. It gets you every single time. 601-995-1017. If you've ever tried to steal somebody's significant other, <laughs> was it as ridiculous as <laughs> dousing their pre-workout with estrogen or writing oh. a fake breakup note? Well. <laughs> 601-995-1017. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Surge pricing is coming to restaurants. What? It's Y101, Adam and Allison. So I'm wondering if you think this is a good idea or bad idea. On the surface, I absolutely hated reading that there's a fast food chain that is considering doing surge pricing. So think of Uber, how Mm -hmm. Uber gets massively more expensive whenever there are more people wanting to book an Uber. Right. They're going to do the same thing with your burgers. At this place. That seems crazy to me because like Uber can get away from get away with it because it's like think about going to a concert. It's always so much more expensive because everybody's ordering a ride at the same time. There's only so many drivers. They're going to have to fight through all that traffic. So a little extra money is good and you have to pay it if you want to get home. And also incentive for more people to turn on their Uber app and start Ubering if they are an Uber driver. Absolutely. And then it starts to balance out that supply and demand whereas doing it at restaurants i think you're just going to deter customers from coming so that was sort of my thought but i'm wondering if they're doing this in order to better staff the restaurants you know what i mean because i remember working in retail not that long ago about a year and a half ago before i got this job we were always understaffed every department was understaffed we didn't have enough people to get everything done that needed to get done and then if it was a particularly busy day then we would be super in bad shape because not only do we have all the regular stuff to do we've got extra people to take care of in the store so if Things became more expensive the busier it got, and it kind of fluctuated on a day-to-day basis. Would that make the customer count more even? Would it make it easier to get things done? I don't know. I mean, possibly, but I do think you're going to lose a lot of customers because I just saw something released about how a certain fast food chain was really upset with their numbers this last quarter. Their sales were way down. It was because their prices had increased. Mm. And I think people are looking to save money, especially in fast food. But even when they go out to eat, they're not willing. It's already so expensive. They're not really willing to pay anymore. And honestly, like, yeah, there are staffing issues that need to be addressed, but the customer's pocket is not where you get that from reach into your own pocket ceo yeah yeah i i mean that don't pay out your bonus when you couldn't staff 
all the restaurants. And, you know, the, my, the cynical side of me as well is like, this is just a company who wants to make their bottom line look better. It's not like the employee's rate of pay isn't going to increase mm-hmm. with the cost of the burgers increasing if the store is busier. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, interesting uh, thing that one fast food chain is thinking about doing. It is Y101 Taint McCray. <laughs> 848 on Y101. It's now a big compliment for you to call a guy baby girl. What? Did you know this? No, I've never heard of this. Apparently, it's a very good thing. Women love dudes who are baby girls. Oh, okay. um, the, the example of baby girl boys is um, like Pedro Pascal, Timothy Chalamet, um, the dude from Saltburn, Jacob, I can't say his last name. El Rody or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Um, so basically it's just a guy who, who's good looking, like, and very in touch with his feminine side. No, you don't think that that's what it was? No, you don't know if Timothy Chalamet is in touch with his feminine side. You just know he's dating Kylie Jenner. You don't know that Pedro Pascal is in touch with his feminine side. He's just great in interviews. Like these are celebrities. You don't know that. That's so crazy. It's, it's like the total opposite of what, what would be called toxic masculinity masculinity is a guy being a baby girl that's weird i feel like (laughs) i feel like the guys who are truly most like baby girl would hate being called baby girl you think yeah i feel like the guys who are truly in touch with like their emotions they're in touch with their feminine side they just like live their life how they please they would not want to be like labeled yeah see i was thinking about this for me because I would not consider myself very Timothy Chalamet-like at all. Well, but then again, like I feel like people are only saying that because of his looks, because he's a very pretty man. But it's like, what do you actually know about Timothy Chalamet? So also, I don't really think that I identify with bro culture. I mean, you know me pretty well. Do you think I'm a bro? I don't know. It's too much. It's too much for me to keep up with all these subgroups of men. And my question is, is baby girl just like a rebrand of, remember the term, metrosexual? Is that just, no, con- no? you don't think it's the same thing? I don't think thing? so, because that to me was more about how you carry yourself, like the way that you dress, the way you groom yourself, like a guy who wants to look good. That's Mm. how we identified that back in the 2000s, whereas this seems much more about your personality. Hmm. I wonder if um, Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran McCulkin, or Kieran Culkin, whatever his name is. Okay, yeah. I wonder if he would be considered uh, a baby girl. I don't know because I don't know him. Um, is, Is there anyone listening who has heard the term baby girl? And has described it as a compliment to a guy. Yeah, like, you know? is there a guy out there that's being called baby girl? And you like it. <laughs> <laughs> Call or text us. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station. Y101. Y101, Adam and Allison. And uh, Kalamila texted us about baby girls. Because apparently baby girl is a new, like it's the new hot thing whenever it comes to men, calling them baby girls. Apparently every woman out there wants a baby girl as a man, which is <laughs> sounds weird. Sounds weird. It does. It sounds, sounds very so weird. weird. But in 2024, it, it all makes sense or nothing makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. But Kalamila says, this is a baby girl and sent a gif of a little baby girl holding helium balloons and floating up to the ceiling. <laughs> and yeah, she said, I think it's an insult to men. Stop taking away my masculine men 
Well. So there you go. Call Mila wants a manly man. <laughs> Call Mila. What do you think? Do I sound manly? I don't think it's just the voice. <laughs> More because the attitude? It was just the voice, and anybody who sounds like Adam Levine would be a baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Anyway, it's Y101, Adam and Allison at 859. Adam and Allison on Y101. Do you have any idea what Cheetza is? No. Cheetza. Maybe Cheetza? Cheetza? Cheetza. Cheetza. I think it's supposed to be pizza with a CH in front of it. Okay, so Cheetza. Uh, it's a restaurant that is bringing Cheetza to the menu soon, apparently. Okay. I want to know if you think this would be good. Why? Why? What a- not that button, that button. Why 101? Adam and Allison, I'll tell you about the cheese up next. <laughs> Hang on. Cheesa is coming to KFC. It's why 101, Adam and Allison. So what do you think Cheesa is? I mean, it sounds just like cheese pizza. Nope, not cheese pizza, chicken pizza. Oh! So what do you imagine if I told you that KFC was coming out with the type of pizza, what do you think they would do? Just topping, you know, with chicken no, nuggets or something? I imagine the crust is a fried piece of chicken. You are 100% <laughs> right. That's what this is. It's coming to KFC. Oh, that's genius. I agree with you. It's that's, like chicken parm. Well, and it's, I mean, it's not quite keto because you're going to have like the breading of the chicken but it's a lot less bread than a traditional pizza so it still feels like if you're going the low carb route Mm -hmm. could be a good choice and it's going to be delicious yeah yeah i mean i i go back to it being exactly like chicken yeah that's exactly what it made me think of the first time i saw this um and it kind of reminds me of what they did with the double down back in the day remember the double down no i don't are you serious i don't what's the double down when did you start becoming allergic to chicken i don't know like I was I think I was 22 oh, okay all right so yeah that would be you would have been able to partake in a double down I had one at like 18 the double down was a sandwich and instead of a bun it had two pieces of fried chicken as like the bread and oh. then in the middle was a piece of pepper jack cheese a little thousand island dressing and strips of bacon on there interesting it was so good it was really good <laughs> I don't know why they got rid of it. <laughs> Actually, I they need to, you know, keep doing the cheat yeah. and bring back the double down as well. Yeah, I feel like they should try to lean into that, like make that their thing. How many bread items can they replace with fried chicken? That's a good question. <laughs> oh, that almost that seems like be a their challenge. New menu. Yeah. 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 Just get rid of bread altogether. Yeah. And then replace it with the fried chicken. Yeah. I think that that's a good idea. They and if you want bread, they could still do like a side biscuit order. Well, I don't know about that. Why not? Uh, I don't want them to get rid of their biscuits. The biscuits are delicious. Uh, that's a good one. You make a good point <laughs> about the biscuits. That's why I want to add Adam and Allison. We've got the Cash in a Flash recap in two songs. Break my heart. Are you listening to us on the brand new Y101 app right now? It's Ooh. Adam and Allison, and it's now in the App Store. And you can get a link if that's easier for you. Just text the word APP, A-P-P to 601-995-1017. You can stream us live. You can even leave us messages, and they come right into us in the studio. And if you could do that and just, I don't know, tell us what you're doing right now.
that you're listening to us on the app. Like, yeah. what, what are you up to? We would love to hear that. I did find one of these uh, open mics that we got. It's the open mic feature that we're talking about, and it kind of made me laugh. It was, a, uh, I believe, a, a kid requesting a song, which yeah. is kind of funny. Can y'all play the new song by Beyonce? Texas, get them. Texas, get them. <laughs> I feel up. like now Beyonce is obligated to change the title of her song from Texas Hold'em to Texas, get them. Texas, get them. Yeah. Skit them. I, I don't know if it's if they're saying get them or skit them. I'm going to go with get them. Get them. Texas, get them. Texas, get them. Anyway, yeah. download the app now. <laughs> Send us a message. We'd love to know what you're doing listening to us. Again, you can text APP APP to 601-995-1017 or just search Y101 in the App Store. It's brand new. All kinds of new features on it to make your listening experience more enjoyable. I used to float. Now I... 940 Y101, Adam and Allison. It's National Pokemon Day today. Told you that a little earlier. <laughs> yes, this it is. You said you didn't get into Pokemon Go as like an adult. No. But you were into the card game as a kid? Did you no, do the cards? No, oh, okay. I didn't collect the cards. I only watched the TV show. I was a big fan of the TV show. Still am. Love the theme song. Love everything about it. Well, you said you played the game on Game Boy, right? Yes. Okay, so that's the other one. Um, I was wondering... Do you remember if the trading cards got banned at your school? Because they were banned at my elementary school. I vividly remember being in second grade, and I was—I didn't do the Pokemon cards. Certainly not at school, because it was that was just not the type of thing that I got into. If it was very popular and almost everybody was wanting to do it, I did not want to do it because <laughs> I didn't want anybody to accuse me of trying to fit in by playing Pokemon <laughs> or anything like that. I was a weird kid. I was a weird kid. But the cards got banned at my elementary school because I guess they were concerned they were going to make kids fight and everything like that. Uh, it never got banned, no, but it was like kids would frequently get caught like trading cards and stuff when you weren't supposed to, oh. like right in the middle of class. Or I remember one time some kids were doing it at the library and they were kind of like, mm, well, this isn't what the library's for. And it was like, well, then what is the library for? Like, <laughs> if on. I can't play Pokemon in the library, yeah. give me a break. <laughs> um, this is kind of just proof that I've always been about a 50 year old man because I remember whenever they got banned we all asked like why and the teacher said oh some of the older kids at the school were sort of taking advantage and doing unfair trades and it was creating an issue and I remember eight-year-old me was like well that's their own fault if they're doing unfair trades they agreed to the trades right like yeah why, why is anybody focused on that like you know, you really, learn a valuable lesson there. Really, they just didn't want that type of behavior at the school, and they had to make up some excuse. Some kind of a rule. It is Y101. We are Adam and Allison getting ready to wrap up the show next on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. You know how I say anytime I hear somebody has the stomach flu, I immediately don't feel good? Yeah. I have proof that that is absolutely a thing. I read an article just like 20 minutes ago, and I'm finally starting to feel better. But for about 20 minutes, I did not feel good because I read an article that there was a norovirus outbreak in the Northeast, like very far away from here. I've not been to the Northeast in a long time. There's no reason that that should make me feel any type of way. But I read that there was an article or there was an outbreak of norovirus and I'm like feeling queasy all of a sudden. But now I've moved on to hungry. So I beat it. (laughs) 
so proud. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to offer some proof that, yes, that does happen to That's me. That's not proof. You said it like they just released a study that, like, you know, phantom <laughs> feelings of sickness are a real thing. I mean, of course it's true. It's the same thing as if you see a bug. Next thing you know, you feel itchy. It's like, is there a bug on me? I mean, it, your brain is always looking for patterns and stuff like that. It's just associating what it knows. Thanks a lot. Now I'm hungry and itchy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, what you got planned for the rest of today? I don't know. I'm getting excited for Radiothon. That's coming up. And uh, yeah. I'm going to head over to Mississippi Children's or Children's of Mississippi, rather, uh, after the show in a little bit to take a little tour to get all ready for later on this week because we're going to be raising money. So exciting. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. We got cash in a flash tomorrow at 740. You could win 200 bucks. Have a great rest of your, uh, what is it, Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday.